Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Pro Football Doc Sports Injury Central podcast. This one is more special and a little bit different. We're about to wind down our guest segments because in season, we just don't have time. We're running through all the injuries and so forth. And this week, our special guest is really the website itself, the new features that we have this year and new changes and fun things going on. And so uh, Jacob, our content chief, is going to come on and talk about some of our new features at Sports Injury Central, SICscore.com. A lot of new exciting things, and we'll sort of explain them and walk through them. And then part two, we'll do the usual injury rundown that we have here. So Jacob and Taylor are here. Welcome to the show. What do you want to lead off with, Jacob? Yeah, just want to lay out uh, all the new features and all our new initiatives heading into the season. I know it's been uh, it's been a challenge to keep them straight for you, Doc, when we're telling you what to promote and <laughs> yeah. what to mention. That's why you're do. on. You're the guest. You're in charge of this stuff. I, I don't exactly know. Exactly. So. <laughs> and, and you guys hear me in 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 our Monday meetings all the time. Uh, look, I'm just the cook in the kitchen. Tell me what's going on in the restaurant. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> Can't get away from restaurant analogies, hundred percent. That's want me to do something else. I, I'll, I'll come up with a different one. What do you want me to do? I, I like doing that. That's no, good. Well, well, let's lay out our menu since we're on that uh, on that topic. I think the uh, the biggest one right now is the preseason injury preview. Um, you can access that uh, by heading straight to the website sicscore.com. It's the main article right now. Um, so if, if it's not the main article, it might be down a scroll or two, but shouldn't be too far. It has all info on all 32 teams, over 150 players, constantly adding to it with all the latest stuff, Toronto Armstead, Ronald Darby, Marlon Humphrey. We'll get to that stuff in part two. But uh, just like Insights, it's an updated every day. Insights, we kind of cater what we want you to see up top. What are the stories of the day? Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, all those um, topics. Well, but. The, the, the preseason injury preview is really, a, you could call it a book. Uh, now it's condensed, and so it's quick read and look. But by team, all thirty-two teams. But if you have a honestly a, a fantasy question or even a futures question, you should go to that and look at it. It'll give you all the information, uh, and we don't hide any of it. It's all there. Like uh, you know, you know, you guys know I did the Scott Fish bowl draft we didn't hide any of it people knew we were not taking Brees hall i mean that was pretty evident and we'll get to Brees hall in the second half here but the preseason injury preview i think is a must uh view i i actually got guys i had a couple messages yesterday uh on twitter you know thanks one guy said something about he's never had to drop a player yet due to injury like obviously like you know drop a player that wasn't healthy coming into the season and you right. drafted him too high because of that. And another guy says, yeah, it's the secret weapon. He, he loves it, but he doesn't tell his friends. 
because <laughs> he plays fantasy against them, so he doesn't. Yeah, uh, if like, everyone okay, whatever. getting the same info, then it's tough. <laughs> tough for the yeah. waiver. <laughs> what exactly? But uh, you know, preseason injury preview we've done before. You touched on sick insights. I think that's going to be a game changer because most people are on their phone, and you know, it's Sunday morning or it's. Thursday, right before Thursday night football, you can scroll that real quickly. You, you've got right there on your screen the top uh, the top five or eight will fit a couple of finger scrolls, and you'll get the top 15 questions of the day in terms of injuries and where people are uh, for that week, and obviously Sunday morning. And, and so that's the simplest thing, and you can bookmark it. You can even sign up for notifications at the site, but Sick Insights will be your quick twitch where everything is, where you don't have to scroll through the website or anything. And there is a search feature, right? If you don't see it, you can say, how is Dalvin Cook this week? Or how is fill in the blank this week? And uh, you can uh, get to that. And I think that'll be really useful for people as a quick twitch. Remember, we're about injury analysis, not injury reporting. So we don't care what is said by the coach or reporters were interpreting what is being said and sick insights is that analysis quick twitch and we try and give it to you right in the first sentence so you can scroll by it or get it very efficiently right and we do we do know what they're they are saying we're monitoring reports monitoring twitter of all the the coaches oh we take into account everything that's being said but i'm just saying we don't uh, i mean uh we don't take the cheese from john harbaugh (laughs) to name specifics Yeah, I, I don't think anyone believes Marlon Humphrey's out only a month at this point in time, the quick signing of Ronald Darby, and, and we never believed it either. But look, we don't always say all the time, we interpret coach speak. That's John Harbaugh's job. It's his job to not jack up the price on signing Ronald Darby. It's his job to he- keep information from opponents and when he'll come back. It's his job, so we don't hate on it. We're just trying to interpret what reality might be. So let me break down the subscription model a little bit. So the preseason injury previews, uh, it is does cost money. Uh, just two ninety nine feels like a little bit for all the work <laughs> I put into it. But uh, so that that comes with a sick data subscription, which has access to all the field views, all the player scores. Again, you can get player scores for free through Insights. Uh, articles will continue to be free. You just need an email to sign up and use the website. Uh, but the, those more premium features that are tried and proven those do uh, now require a subscription. Now, first of all, 90% of what we do is still free. Less than 10% is behind a paywall. And I would hardly call $2.99 a paywall. Look, as you know, we sat in meetings and I argued for, why are we doing this? We should make it free. Or if you're going to charge money, charge money. This is $2.99. But you guys convinced me, because here's the thing. For those who say, this is terrible. I got to pay. First of all, it's not even the, the price of a Coke at the at the fast food place. It's not even the price of a beer, right? I mean, it's the price of a soft drink, but more for the week. But more importantly, you guys convinced me. First of all, it's easier to find everything through sick data. The preseason injury preview took a lot of work. And really, in all fairness, this is a very low barrier what we found, right, and you guys have shown me, right, if we give away the preseason injury preview for free, then basically everyone gets it, and then it becomes a level playing field. 
Now, a lot of what we say in it is already in the website. You have to scroll and find it. But I think sick data is key. How many times this last year do we, you know, if you look at sick data, you can see where we're heading for. And the line ends up moving sometimes when we move, put out sick data. So if you're a believer in the website and sick uh, scores and, and field views, this actually should help you for your advantage because it'll get you that extra point or half point on a line move or a total because you'll get the chance to see it as opposed to boom to the masses. And, you know, the exclusivity of it is, is good. Uh, I was talking to, uh, I won't say who, uh, a Vegas guy, your name, you, all you listeners would know who he is, says, look, uh, I'm going to, you know, when we were starting considering a, a little mini paywall, he says, I don't care if you tell the world what you tell me. Just tell me two minutes earlier, you know, <laughs> and, and that's essentially what sick data is doing with this little mini subscription. You get it first, but it's not two minutes earlier. You get it. And it's not like a time thing. It used to be we posted it and he who looked first would have the first mover advantage. Now, if you're busy at work for a mere $2.99 a week, it's nothing. Less people will see it and you will still have the first mover advantage when you get home from work that day or wake up the next morning. And that's really what this is about. It's actually, I think, a service for uh, the diehard followers and the founders. That's why we've kept the price very, very de minimis. It's a barrier, certainly, but it's a good barrier because if you really like the stuff, you're no longer just about time and having to you know, keep checking back. It's a convenience is what it is. I think that the key too is it's not just betting. It's for DFS. It's for fantasy. It's for props. It's for whatever you're interested in. And we have that that player page that uh, shows the player's score going against the defensive group or offensive line group. Or it's it's a bunch. I, of I mean, if, if if for fantasy, instead of saying should I play running back A or B this week, of course you got to look at the opponents. But why wouldn't you look at the health of your offensive line that week? and the health of the opponent's front seven that week. And we give that to you. So if you're trying to flip a coin between two fantasy running backs that you have, and you see a big injury difference on the front seven of the other team, that might be enough to dissuade you from, from picking running back A, you wanna play running back B. It's one factor in your decision-making in terms of what's happening. And we do the work for you and sick data. You just click on the tab and look at the field view and you have it right in front of you very easily for fantasy. For DFS, as you say, you know, if we say someone is someone is listed as questionable and we have a six score of 50 for this week, this is this means only expect 50% of his normal fantasy production. So whatever projection service that you utilize, half that. Now, sometimes we might be someone is questionable, but we're 85 at 90 for their six score. I mean, don't worry about it. Uh, go ahead, especially useful for DFS stuff. Look at the price for the week and look at the value that you're getting. And we'll have that DFS calculator, I think, too, right, where you can uh, put out and, and you, know, you can stack all the running backs and look at them. You can sort them by wide receivers. You can sort it by team, and you can turn on notifications or look at sick insights. These are all just good tools for everybody to make your decision-making better and smoother. Injuries are undoubtedly important, 
but they're not the only piece of the story, right? Not only the health of your guy, but the health of the defense they're playing. Or, look, uh, sometimes you might pick a quarterback if you see three out of four starting DBs are out red or yellow on the field view, and that will give you a very good indication, potentially a good day for certain wide receivers or certain quarterbacks, uh, DFS or fantasy. So it's a selection tool, and with the nominal fee with sick data, it gives you the advantage of looking at it, and it basically makes the information more exclusive, which then makes it more valuable. I think last year, too, it was interesting to watch the line movers of how injuries can affect that. Like Monday, the first lines come out, and then by the time everyone realizes, oh, so-and-so is not playing or so-and-so is not going to be 100%, then then it could move. I don't know, upwards of yeah, and the line mover advantage. Yeah, the line mover advantage will go to the sick data subscribers as it should. They're the ones, you know, uh, et cetera. And it's no longer a, you know, we post it and a thousand people act on it, and then you finally get to it, and the the advantage is already gone. This way, it's not thousands of people seeing it immediately in the midst of number, and it gives you back the first mover advantage and, and the edge in DFS and otherwise. Yeah, and Taylor's monitoring all that along with the field views. He he runs sick picks. That's the uh, premium service if you want to have the bets sent right to you and tell you when we think a line's going to move as well to get the get the better number before uh before it moves. For for yeah, the sick picks has been there. The sick picks has been great. You guys can go over the numbers and the success. The success of the futures have been really good and that's already on there. If you subscribe to Sick Picks, yeah, it's more expensive, but we expect people who are betting bigger dollars to do that. All our information is there uh, in Sick Data and on the website. The Sick Picks is for people who don't want to go through the, the information. Right. We so just want to do the every just, week. just to be told what to do, uh, kind of thing. And the other thing there is also in game. Uh, mm -hmm. The Sick Picks have the in game mover advantage, uh, et cetera. So uh, it, it's your choice. If, if you want to, not subscribe and do it through the articles and everything that's free and sick insights you can get pretty good part of the way there if you want a one click look at the field view sick data is your way to go it's very tiny nominal fee if you want it to be quote spoon fed on what it is look if you're betting five dollars a game don't bother right but if you're betting you know 50 or 100 dollars in a game it's worth your while to, to get the picks you're gonna multiple uh, that uh uh, X that amount in terms of what you can do just based off of injuries. And, and we've had the data and we're still going to do the, uh, the, the free picks, I think across three seasons. Um, I, I'm figuring out where we're going to put it, whether it's going to be an outkick again or not, but we'll still have the five picks, you know, kind of like the circuit contest or the Westgate contest. And we've been across three seasons at uh, 59%. Uh, and so if you just follow those, those have still been free. You're, you're doing pretty well at 59%. Yeah, and our futures last year went 11 and 6, and we've mentioned in past podcasts, a couple of those were tied to uh, Russell Wilson, so we, we, I, went to, we, we weren't the only ones fooled on that. So <laughs> we, we went 11 and 6 on futures, and we picked three Broncos that were all losers. <laughs> <laughs> that was the disaster. Uh, uh, you know, the, the health may have been okay, but their scheme clearly was not. Uh, just ask Sean Payton. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyone interested in futures uh, bets, we've already put a couple in on those, but those will start rolling in heavy over the next uh, week or so. Yeah, the, let me give you the this, this secret there. If you want to save some money, don't 
sign up for the year for sick picks just sign up for a week of sick picks you'll get the futures bets just right. for the weekly prize if you want to sign up for the year great uh, you'll get them all year but if you're just doing it for the future just sign up for the week and you'll get the futures uh, just a few more things to go over too and then we'll get to the injury rundown uh, we have a number of promos this season that can get you free deposit match money up to a hundred dollars uh, with prize picks underdog and sleeper picks as well as boom fantasy they're a little smaller but definitely good value with that um, a number of those have have free promos that discount it and it's legal and non-legal gambling states so that that's the big kicker right there is the we're talking about bets might be boring some people that don't don't go through the sports books whatever but this is a, a way to play a fun fantasy game and and uh, earn money on parlays well here here's you guys showed me all this and when you guys showed me all this I, I didn't know all this existed right and I was surprised to learn it was legal in California because it's considered part of DFS it's basically prop parlays though and underdog price picks are huge. Sleeper uh, has a more elegant model of it and is up and running. Boom Fantasy, a bunch of other places. If you go to the website, you'll see them all. If you put in promo code SIC, you get you know the matching $100, et cetera. And what's kind of fun about it, first of all, it's legal in California. I live in California, so I don't do anything that's not legal. I mean, I'm trying to abide by the rules i get it everyone does it and nobody really cares but i'm just going by the book there but i've had fun with sleeper and underdog and some of these things that like tonight i'm going to the padre game taking my son oh you better believe i'm going to hit a couple of those it makes the game more interesting to watch i'm going to bet 10 bucks or 20 bucks on a who knows three I'm five totally way six way parlay whatever it is right and then i'm going to have a rooting interest in uh and last night i did not win i had a uh uh, 20x on the underdog, uh, 20x six-way parlay, and I was one strikeout short. First baseman or the Orioles, I needed oh. one and a half strikeouts. I got all the other legs done, you know, but that one leg got me uh, uh, on a 20 to one parlay. Well, they also they also always say you only you always get hurt on the last ski run of the day, so yeah, you should yeah. do one less run. But I don't know that it correlates, right? I mean. <laughs> you know it's uh yeah but but in all fairness it probably wouldn't be my last one that i put in but no i i look at it look you know it's it's your fun i've been doing overall fine with it but you know it's just kind of fun to have that extra route you know uh, uh yeah that, that's the way i look at it. so i haven't really done it yet for tonight yet but i will before i go to the ball game and uh obviously no one you know the the with some of these games obviously don't bet your rent money it's it's you're betting beer money i mean whatever uh but here's what i would say our stuff as you guys showed it to me is more related especially in football to parlays than it is the game now for basketball this year for those who haven't followed we did a lot of basketball and the basketball picks and everything were really good and if you think about it if you're down one starter that's equal to being down four or five starters on an NFL team, even if it's, quote, not the superstar, right? right? Now, we all get it in football. If Patrick Mahomes is out, that's a game changer. But if you don't have your right guard, it's not – You know, we talk about cluster injuries, right? If you have two or three guys in the offensive line, it's a big deal. But if you're missing one power forward, that's a cluster injury because you got 22 starters in football – offense and defense in basketball you got five right and so we've actually seen better 
uh, uh, results a little bit with the basketball injury analysis uh, because of this multiplier effect. And when you really get down to it, our field views, the sick data, and the things that we're looking at really fit prop plays more than anything else. Now, everyone knows what gets you on prop plays is the juice, but this underdog and sleeper and boom and prize picks are a fun way to do it. And you guys are going to have a lot of content this year writing specifically those with suggestions for people on what to do. Once again, at no charge, having analyzed the sick data, the field views, in the information and looking at the best situations of each of the sites. And you guys are going to be writing and the team's going to be writing a bunch of articles straight for uh, prop parlays for some of these underdog prize pick type places. And look, if you already have an account at prize picks, sign up for sleeper and, you know, uh, yeah. get the free, free matching. And they're all a little different. As you know, they don't all hit the same amounts and values. You can do a little line shopping. And Sleeper, you know, is a little more elegant. They actually have more numbers. It's not just in football yards. It's going to be, mm -hmm. you know, number of carries and other things. Like even in baseball right now, some of them are only one or two categories. Is it singles or is it hits or is it, you know, uh, uh, one category, total bases? Where Sleeper, you can literally look at total bases, singles versus home runs versus stolen bases versus uh, strikeout versus walks. Versus, you can break it down a lot of different ways. Um, and, uh, uh, so if you have price picks, look at sleeper, it gives you much more selection, or if you don't like sleeper do underdog, same thing, you might as well collect the free hundred dollars that they're giving and then see which site that you like the uh, best. And it is legal in California. I've been educating my friends. They know nothing about this. They're, they're like me. It's a generational thing, right? They're like, what, what are you talking about? Got to walk them through the signups and so forth. But uh, I think that's going to be a fun thing for people to follow. And that part that you guys are all providing, you're still 100% free. You're doing all the work on that. I was going to add, too, um, the good thing about Underdog and uh, Prize Picks is that they both have a lot more sports than Sleeper does. So there's a lot more if you um, want to do a little uh, e-sports e or stuff like that, and you can do that. Or they both have NFL futures in all sports futures, too. Just key to you power pick those together and parlay those together well basically what taylor's saying if you're crazy like him yeah. you can bet on korean baseball <laughs> and i'm just translating what he just yeah. said it's got it's got all the options available uh, and then the last thing is just if if coming to the website every day or digging into sick data is, is too much for people we do have the newsletter that gets hand delivered to your inbox uh, well, two, two, I think we're sending it Tuesday and Friday, Tuesday and Friday, or Tuesday. And the Saturday newsletter has done very well, and it's, and it's free. You can go to my Twitter or Six Score Twitter at the top and click on it and sign up. It's easy. When when we first started with newsletter, I I know you guys didn't like the newsletter because you guys like newsletter. I just look at my phone and stuff. But there's a lot of people that actually like the newsletter, and together. it's packaged together, and you can skip it in your inbox if you want you can open it our open rates really pretty high and then you you can skim the articles or you can click and get the details the newsletter has been very very fun but before we I, I know you were not ready to announce some of these but we have also some fun games this year uh free winnings you know pick them contests with free money and some free contests for uh field passes for games and things like that that we'll be revealing over time. Next week, I know we have a special guest, new collaborator that we'll work with.
All right, let's get ready to roll on to part two of the Pro Football Doc podcast, Sports Injury Central. We'll go over some uh, of the latest injury news. Can I lead off with something? Go ahead. Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> I do not hate Brees Hall. I rather like Brees Hall. I'm just trying to tell it like it is. So New York Giants fans, don't get mad at me. Brees yes, Hall, Jets, or sorry, Jets fans, okay. Jets fans, Jets fans, Jets fans, Jets fans, too, though. They Jets fans don't get mad at me, Jets fans. Look, do you really think the New York Jets, as an organization, did not know Brees Hall was coming off PUP the day after they signed Dalvin Cook? If you do... I've got a bridge to sell you, right? I mean, come on. They know what's going on within their organization. They knew Brees Hall was close and coming off PUP. And they still signed. Why? It's not for the salary. They gave him $8, which is not unhealthy. If you're really saying usage, maybe you needed to spend that $8.5 million on a tackle right and sure up their offensive line they spent it on running back why they knew Brees hall was coming off pup and Brees hall is doing fine right now he looked reasonable today in practice but do not tell me he's 100 i've seen several videos of today of he's back he's still limping he's back he ran very well straight ahead but did you see the end of the video when it took him forever to slow down it's decel and cutting. Uh, there was one else that said uh, uh, Brees Hall practicing before Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook has a shoulder. You know he's going to be fine from the shoulder. Running backs, the money makers are your legs and your knees. It's not your shoulders. So I'm not hating on Brees Hall. We haven't changed his six score for the season, sixty five, which simply just means. If you're expecting a 1,000-yard season in terms of projections, if you were healthy, you should have, uh, expect 650. That's as simple as we can make it. Now, he'll get better late season. Now, if you're saying, who should I start late season, Dalvin Cook or Brees Hall? It might be Brees Hall. Mm -hmm. But early season, it's Dalvin Cook for sure. And who knows? Dalvin Cook may get injured. You never know. You, you, you want to have more than one running back. I understand that. But my Scott Fish Bowl draft already went, came and went. But if you had Dalvin Cook on the board and Brees Hall, and I'm taking a running back, there's no question who I'm taking. Brees, that would have been Dalvin Cook. And that's before he signed with the Jets. I would have taken Dalvin Cook knowing he's going to land somewhere. Now that he's landed with the Jets, for sure Dalvin Cook in my mind. And look, Guys, can you find a uh, underdog or prize picks or something head-to-head -head futures? You know, they do some head-to-head. -head. Yeah. Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, who's going to get more yards? I want that. Yes. Yeah. I want a lot of that. Uh, it's just my opinion. I'm not hating on Brees Hall. Uh, I always play this game where I go, let me look at the video. Which knee is it? I don't remember. Let me look. Oh, it's his left knee, just by the way that he runs. And uh, some people have tweeted me, can you tell me how you know, like – I can, but I mean, by looking, by looking and comparing his gait, by knowing what normal gait is, by spending yeah. 17 years studying NFL film, by being an orthopedic surgeon and paying attention, 
No, I think you can get used to it and see it if you look closely, but I don't think I can explain it in, in 280 characters on Twitter. Right. Well, that situation is probably about the window too, right? Rogers probably has two to three years tops to play for that Jets team and make them win. So this is a year they can't have half the season with a running back that's not ready, right? They need to have somebody ready to go now, which probably plays into it a little bit as well. Yeah. The Jets are telling you all you need to know by spending half, eight and a half million dollars on Dalvin Cook. Ron, it's interesting because oh. we've, we've covered the O-line situation a little bit too. Why wouldn't you spend $8 million on that O-line? Because you need it well, to take the running back. They're more worried about the running back. You know, yeah. you, you don't have an unlimited budget, right? That's what they're telling you. I mean, uh, uh, at least in my mind. But, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers said, let's go get Dalvin Cook, and that plays into it. Right. You know, my old NFC North foe. I mean, maybe that plays into it some as well. And, uh, you know, the O-line, you know, Rodgers does get the ball out quick. So, I mean, that's always the great fixer of an O-line. If you know where the pressures come from, you get the ball out quick. But, all right, I, I ranted long enough. It's I'm not anti Brees Hall. I, and I saw something on Twitter before I came on here. It's like, you know, and there's some other pundits that were saying, well, I think Brees Hall is going to be fine. Yeah, but. They're also the same people that that said Saquon Barkley would be fine year, year one off his ACL, and we love that under that was really easy. And then last year, when everyone said I'm done with Saquon because of I got burned, we said take all the Saquon you can get, and he had a big year, right? And that's all we're saying. He, he's a he's rehabbing hard. He's a fast dude. All of that you can't speed up biology. And looking at it, he's not Brees Hall yet. That's it. That's all I'm saying. He'll get there later in the season, I think. Just temper expectations. And it's interesting this time of year, it's kind of GM time to fill roster holes too. You get injuries in camp that pick, get picked up. So it seems like the Ravens are already on that with signing Ronald Darby uh, for the Marlon Humphrey, which you mentioned earlier. Interesting though, Ronald Darby's coming off a week five ACL he suffered last year with the Denver Broncos. I forgot that part and in looking into Ooh, it. So I forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. That's a big deal. I always say it's harder to, for a DB to come back. You know, Tredavious White did not have a good year last year, uh, and he'll be better this year. So uh, that I don't know. You're right. I don't know that completely fills the hole. How much is he going to help? Marlon Humphrey. I mean, great corner. Foot surgery. I don't know what kind of foot surgery. Okay, but I don't know of a foot surgery out there that has you back at 100% in yourself in a month for a, for a corner. I, I don't know of one. I mean, uh, I, I think if I were the Ravens and you told me you can get Marlon Humphreys back at 100% after a six-week IR and DFR, I'd say take it. Right. That's a great result if you get him back. You know, if it is a fifth metatarsal Jones fracture, how many people have had second Jones? Fracture surgeries after early a lot. We can go through them all. We'll see. And uh, DB's hard. So, uh, and uh, so Ronald Darby fills a hole, but I don't know completely. Uh, you make a good point. Uh, that's one of the things that we as a team need to go back over the field view for the Ravens in terms of what it what happens and what that means. Yeah, a lot of moving pieces on that defense, just like last year. Uh, it seemed like Teron Armstead dodged a bullet in a sense, uh, went down with a right leg injury, carted off the whole deal, panic time. Everybody panics when they hear cart, even though we, we've talked about that sometimes the cart's just convenient. It's just, why would you make a guy walk 50 yards? Training camp. 
most teams aren't in their regular locations, which means the permanent training room is not next to the field. And so why are you going to make it? I mean, you've seen all the pictures in Green Bay with the bicycles and walking across streets and golf carts to get to practice facilities and because it, it's training camp. It's not the usual stuff, right? And, and it's hot, right? Like, and it's hot, college. but <laughs> but a lot of times it's a ride of convenience. So right. people forget, yeah, carted, but eh, I don't know that's really the case. Look, I did not see any video of Teron Armstead. We know he's kind of got a vet knee and, you know, long-term issues. And it's his right side. I don't even know if it's his knee. The way he limped, I saw some video. I'm not sure it's his knee. Certainly, I think it's very telling. I will say this. There was some video of him on crutches and walking a little bit gingerly, both shoes untied. And look, you're looking at gait analysis. It's not the same as looking at video of the injury. There was a video of, of the injury that I saw, but he's got crutches. So he's clearly seen somebody. He had no wrap on his knee, calf, or ankle. Nowhere in his leg or hamstring, nothing. He was wearing shorts. That either means he went against medical advice or it's not that bad. <laughs> and right now we're in the, it's not that bad. A medical staff, if he had something significant where, look, you, you wouldn't let him out of the training room with nothing. So hopefully that means that's good news for Miami. Uh, hopefully Teron Armstead won't at me and tell me to be quiet and Mike McDaniel <laughs> won't be asked about me. <laughs> uh last thing just uh we're staying on top but i'm getting good this time so they're probably okay with you know what's interesting about that little i don't even call it a controversy right uh ben ramsey on twitter after the i am athlete podcast where i i've said stuff that i've said for three weeks here on this podcast nothing new i guess he saw it you don't know you didn't examine me this that the other I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying it's a high bar to return this season and be yourself. Look, think of it this way. If you're a top corner and someone tells you for three months you can't do all your typical drills and stay in shape, and now you can, how long does it think you take before you're back in shape and not going to get a hammy or an acclimation injury or be yourself? Six, eight weeks after that? So if it's three months from surgery... And then he's 100, and there's no recovery from the meniscus. You're still talking late, late season if, and there's still the recovery of the meniscus. And I actually said this to, to Ramsey, if anything, you should thank me. If you come back, if you don't come back, people can understand that it was a tough task. If you do come back in December, you say you beat the odds. If you come back in November and you're yourself, you can say you're you're a hero. You're much better than everyone else and that I was wrong. And I, I'm not deleting anything. It'll stay there. The interesting thing is I probably think my more controversial comment on I Am Athlete that didn't get picked up was about Tua. They asked about Tua. And did you guys see today Tua rattled off a play? Yeah. What did you guys think about that? Not special. I guess I've seen a lot of people do it. I don't know. That's what's normal, guys. If anyone's surprised about that. I mean, I've been next to the OC and I hear that. And then I'll turn to Billy Wolick and go, what's that? And he'll go, you know, uh, 
if it's covered too, it's going to Gates over the middle, right? I mean, he'll interpret it for me. Now, I could tell what's a pass and run, but look, it's formation, it's motion, it's, you know, the protection and then the audible and then it's the routes and then the runs. I mean, and, be and believe it or not, it's a big, long sentence that the quarterback has to know. A lot of terminology. But the O-line needs to just listen to the second part, the second phrase. The receiver just needs to listen to the number. You, you, you get used to the nomenclature. Every nomenclature is a little bit different. No it's not repeating the whole, the whole thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Davis, you want to make a guest appearance? Come here, Davis. Guess where we're going tonight. <laughs> it's not even City Connect yet. But it's a but it's a bobblehead day, so we don't miss a bobblehead day, do we, Davis? Um, anyways, the controversial thing about Tua that people didn't pick up on is I was saying, did Tim Tebow ever learn how to change his throwing motion? No. Did Philip Rivers, for that matter? No, he just made his old throwing motion work. Is Tua really going to be able to change how he falls to not hit his head? I don't care what sort of martial arts training you have. And here's the other thing I'd say for Dolphins fans. No offense. I know you want Tua to stay healthy. But do you really want your quarterback thinking about how he's going to fall or hit the ground when he's finishing the play? Right. Or do you want him thinking about finishing the play? The reason why they get hurt is they're finishing the play and they get flung. Are you going to say it's a split second, a little bit of off-season training or a lot of off-season training, and he's going to be able to look downfield, do everything, everything moving at 100 miles an hour, make the pass throw and say, okay, now I'm going to roll and duck and not hold my head? I mean, I don't know that that's realistic. And so – the second part of that is if he were to get another concussion, and I hope he doesn't, he's not Kenny Pickett who only missed one week last season. Right. He's missing a month or longer. That's I hope why six scores below 90, right? Even That's why we lowered his six score. I hope he doesn't get hurt, but if he gets a concussion, it's not one week. That's all I'm saying. And I, I hope he can employ the martial arts training and not get a concussion, not slam his head onto the ground or turf. I really hope so. I don't see it, though. Yeah, he's doing everything in his control, but not everything's in his control on a football field. So yeah, that's correct. Good touch game. All right, BC, All right. Have two options for you. Uh, not sure if you saw the second episode of uh, Hard Knocks yet, but... Will McDonald was a key uh, key feature in that, and for good reason. He had a point where he was on the ground, teammate reached to pull him up, and he said, no, I got it. And he just went from from his shoulders then flipped up to his feet like nothing in full pads and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I have not yeah. seen Hard Knocks yet, part two, because uh, my son Davis threw me under the bus. Mom was at Taylor Swift last week with the daughter, and we were at night hanging out, and I put on hard knocks. And then we ended up switching back to quarterbacks. We haven't finished quarterbacks yet. He likes quarterbacks because of Patrick Mahomes. Then we get home, and this little turkey says what? What did you say? Yeah, what would you do with that? Oh, we watched. No, you said we watched a show with bad four-letter words is what he said. I was like, oh. <laughs> Hard knocks had cut the swearing in it. And so 
I was like, Davis, what happened to bro code? I mean, I mean, it was football. So no, I have not watched Hard Knocks Part Two yet, but I still think the beast has to be. I mean, from Hard Knocks One, like I've seen guys flip up to their feet before. I mean, it, they are They're amazing. Hard to please, I think. I've seen that before, so I, I don't know. I think the beast of the week is the first one, Sauce Gardner, to Rodney Harrison, and Rodney Harrison having to say. Basically, he's never heard of Rodney Harrison. The dude's on Sunday Night Football TV, and he's got to say, yeah, you know, I'm on NBC. It's like, what? If not for Rodney Harrison and his, you know, bad boy reputation, he's probably in the Hall of Fame, you know? And he's on 20 weeks a year. He's on, on the number one broadcast 20 weeks a year, and he's basically a borderline Hall of Famer except for the, you know, whatever. But and Sauce Gardner's like has no clue who he is. It's like that's a beast move right he's there. He's a secondary player too. I think. Is he? Uh, I, I know. Yeah. That's how I was like. Yeah. That was my big takeaway. Not look. Aaron Rodgers being likable. That's not news to me. I mean, uh, I've always told you he's likable. His interview persona sometimes has people going against him in, in the press conference, but as a person, he's very likable, and you see it he now. Makes love him, it seems like. Oh yeah. What's your other beast of the week? Uh, the other beast is you probably already saw the clip of, uh, I think you tweeted on it, Doc, the Kirk Cousins slow motion gritty. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a step and a half of gritty, and then he just decided to call it quits. <laughs> I mean, I think I could have run the route faster than Kirk. I mean, he wasn't trying to run it fast, but I was like, oh, he caught a touchdown and did the gritty. Uh, my gritty might not have been as good as his. You but worry about the gritty more than the actual. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he should go back to shirt off and the gold chains. I think that that would be uh, better. Yeah, that, was, that was the best version of Kirk. Right? So. <laughs> yeah. No, all good. All right, off to the game here. Uh, thanks for watching Sports Injury Central Pro Football Doc Podcast. Check out SICScore.com. Lots of new features and fun games this year to help you win fantasy DFS gambling or just better fandom. Uh, thanks for watching.